This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is our weekly visit with Ryan Harklaw and Eric Heft of the Cyclone Radio Network as we look ahead to Saturday's homecoming game for Iowa State against West Virginia. How can the Cyclones get their running game going? We'll take a look at that. Also, we'll take a broader look at the new Big 12 TV package and what that means for the Big 12 and Iowa State football going forward. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Ryan Harklaw and Eric Heft. Guys, one thing that kind of jumped off the page as I went back and watched the Oklahoma game again was the lack of success on first down for Iowa State offensively, less than three yards of play, and just struggling to, you know, get ahead of the chains, which really bogs down the offense. What, what can they do to improve their productiveness on first down? I think when you look at this offense, you know, getting a run game going is going to be the key to this thing and being consistent with it. And it's not necessarily that they're sitting in one formation and just running left, running right, zone right, zone left. And, and I know it's frustrating that we can't get it going. They, I mean, we're throwing the kitchen sink at it right now. And I think that as you walk in this week with this young football team, I think it's just being consistent and maybe paring this offense down just a little bit and allowing these guys to find their rhythm. Uh, and I think that that would be key, you know, is just getting some positive yards and first down first and, you know, second and seven, second and six is a lot easier than second and 12. It's actually amazing how well we're doing on third down with how bad we were doing on first down. And, and, and I think that's a lot to be said to the talent on the team, but it does make your job a lot easier if you get off to a good start, obviously, on moving the sticks there in first down. A plan behind the chains is something that's really hurt Iowa State throughout a lot of this season, and it is the run game. How do you get the run game going? It's not like you haven't been trying, but, I mean, it comes to a point where it's got to become a personal thing for those guys up front, for the running backs, the tight ends, everybody. They say, hey, we cannot allow this to continue to happen. And this will be the second row that we have a couple of top two tailbacks are, are going to be healthy. and Hopefully they can take a step and make some plays too. Sometimes it's hard to to really get it going, but once you get a couple of good plays, I think the, the, the heartbeat of that offensive line really picks up, you know, and I still think there's some big plays to be made in the game. But Yeah, and it, it's not like we haven't seen this team run the football well this season. They did, and you know, in the first uh, three four games, they were getting a lot of production from that tailback position, and it's just when those guys – got injured that it's it's really slowed things down but Iowa State has not had a rushing touchdown from the running back position since the Baylor game and you know you look at last year 26 rushing touchdowns obviously you get spoiled with Brees Hall we have we have six rushing touchdowns right now uh, as an offense and they got to figure out a way and, and maybe I don't know what it is guys I mean do you do you throw it to set up the run or uh, how do you how do you go about saying hey look Somehow, some way, we got to get to 100 yards rushing in this game. If we can do that, I think it really improves Iowa State's chances of winning. You know, they've actually done that. I mean, they've thrown the football early downs. If you look at their first down play calls, you know, it hasn't been run all consistently. They've really mixed it up. They we haven't really had great success doing either thing on first down. At least we didn't last week, but we have throughout the season. I, I think it comes down to a matter of execution, hopefully healthy running backs in terms of getting the run game going. 
and just executing a little bit better, get a little bit better than you were last week. You know, the thing you forget, I mean, it was a two-score game. Iowa State was in that game right to the very end, just like all the others. So it's not like, you know, they're that far off. But I know we're tired of saying, boy, we're that close. At some point, you want to you want to snap the streak and, and just take take the game by the throat. I liked what we saw last week. A couple of series, they were putting Jalen Knoll back there, um, and they were using him out of the backfield with pass plays. And some of those swing pass plays are basically just run plays to the outside. In essence, is when he runs out to the flat, it's it's a simple toss play, but instead we're, it's a pass play. But it, it, it really does work like the run. And I think they're just trying to use the speed to get to the outside, which we've struggled with this year, is, is that speed to get to that corner to get the edge. And, you know, I think if we can use him in that jet sweep when he's in motion, maybe give him the ball to get him to the outside on the run or at least show that as a threat. And, and if we can start spreading that defense out, we have a lot better chance. When you look what Oklahoma did, they were blitzing up the middle all day and bringing run blitzes and stunts in the middle of that line. Because if you look at our run plays, 70 to 80% of them are between the tackles. And they have been, and that's how we've, we've had success with Brees and David. Uh, but teams are going to load up inside that box. And if we can find a way to get to the outside a little better on the run, it will spread the defense out, and it will not allow those linebackers to sit between the tackles and shut it down. Speaking of Jalen Knoll, I, I think we're seeing a guy becoming a star right before our eyes. I mean, he is so fast. After he catches the ball, he just explodes into another gear. Uh, I'm excited about his big play potential, not just the rest of this year, but the rest of his career. I, I like what the coaches have done with them, and they're starting to put him in different spots, uh, including in the backfield and in the slot and some underneath things. And he actually scored a touchdown where he wasn't the primary receiver last week. And, and again, I, I think they've done a really good job moving him and finding him ways to get the ball. Because obviously early in the year, you, you knew he's out there. You knew he's talented. He just couldn't, we couldn't get him the touches that he needed to, to be uh, a, a, an impact in the game. And I think that the last game, the last couple of games, Texas and Oklahoma, I think it was a very apparent that they're doing what they can to get the ball in his hands. And I think they've done a nice job with that. And you're right, John, his, his ability to be an explosive player. It's an area where I was has struggled to have the big explosive. Hopefully Jalen can jet sweep or, or any kind of play where you can get him the ball, drag it across the middle, make somebody miss. Jalen is off to a really good start to his career. And, man, having three touchdowns the last two games is just a sign, I think, of what the future holds for him. Today's SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Guys, uh, Xavier Hutchinson, uh, another obviously huge threat at the receiver position as he's leading the nation in receptions. He hasn't gotten in the end zone in conference play. We'd love to see him get back in the end zone, and I know that there have been some opportunities, but uh, for this offense to really get clicking, I think he's got to be He's got to be a huge part of it in the red zone and, and finishing drives. They're trying to take him away whenever they can. I think some we've seen, you know, Jalen Knoll with three touchdowns the last couple of games. We've seen Deshaun Hanneke with opportunities down there, too. I mean, I still think, for the most part, when Hunter Deckers has an opportunity to make a decision, X is, is his first choice, and rightfully so. You know, but those plays just haven't been there. One thing I like about X, though, he is equally good against man or zone. I mean, he finds a way to beat his man in man-to-man. He finds a way to get those open spots and, I think, give Hunter time. I think we'll see X in the end zone this weekend. So looking at Xavier, when you've seen some of the big catches he's made, like at Texas 
and a lot of different third down conversions. He's been a big part of what we're doing and where we, where, why we're able to sustain drives at the rate we're even able to at this point. And again, we've only not won the total yardage battle twice. You know, look at the Baylor game and Kansas State game. We lost total yardage at Kansas State by 10 yards and Baylor by about 40. Our issue is, as we're getting down the field, is finishing the drives. And I think when you're talking about touchdowns and getting them in the end zone, I think a lot of teams have locked him down. When Hunter gets out of the pocket, it will allow a run threat, obviously, and, and, and it's going to open up Xavier because there's not going to be the DBs. It won't have the chance for them to lock them down when he's sitting in the pocket. When you sit a quarterback in the pocket, they all know where number eight is. And as soon as you start moving them out, they have to account for another guy in that play. The defense does, and safeties are going to have to make a decision. Do you bracket Xavier? We did have some success there in Texas where or Hunter was able to get out of the pocket. It opened up some big pass plays for us. So I think there could be some opportunities on that side to use the threat of Hunter's legs. It will open up that end zone a little bit for Xavier as well. Expertly crafted and incredibly comfortable, authentic brand selection of premium Cyclone apparel is my game day gear of choice. Make it yours too and shop authentic-brand.com or find it in retailers near you. One thing we haven't seen yet this season, and obviously the defense has been extraordinary, but we have not seen a defensive or special teams touchdown yet this season from Iowa State. What could that do for this entire team if, if we were able to get one of those on Saturday? Psychologically, I think it'd be huge. I think that's one of the areas you know, when, you're, when you're so close, you need one more play to get out of this little slump that we're in. You indicated this is the best defense in the Big 12, in my opinion. And statistically, you know, the numbers certainly would, would verify that. But to come up with that one play, I, I just think right now our team has kind of lost its mojo. And a play like that is a one way to find your mojo, get it back, and get everybody, okay, here this time. We're going to get this done. I agree, Eric. And you look at what happened on Saturday when we did get that touchdown and the, the student section got into it, the fan base got into it. That place turned electric for a bit and it was off of a, a big play after Jalen Knowles touchdown. And if we can get something like that, it turns Jack Trice back on again, you know? And I think that's what's happening is the fans are waiting. The players are waiting. Everyone's waiting for that big play. And if it's, if we're not popping that, you know, 80 yard run right now, maybe we get that pick six or something to turn the energy on in that stadium. And then it makes it really difficult on the, on the opponent, obviously, because that's, that's when Jack Trice is hard to play in. When that thing gets nasty and people are loud and, and in, engaged in that game, and I think a big play would turn that place around for us. As I watch other games around the Big 12, I was just watching West Virginia, and they completely flipped that game and got West Virginia right back into it with shape and fumbles. They returned a scoop and score for about 70 yards. Instead of going down you know, over two scores, they cut it right back into a very manageable game. So it completely flipped that game, and I think it could really help flip not only our game with West Virginia, it could flip the season. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones' John Deere dealer of choice. I'm all for that, and I, I want to end this uh, sidecast this week, guys, with just kind of zooming out and taking a big picture look at where Iowa State football is right now and where the Big 12 conference is right now, and obviously the new Big 12 TV contract. When you think back to you know a year, year and a half ago, whatever it was, when we learned that Oklahoma and Texas were leaving, and you saw some of the narratives about what was going to happen to the Big 12, and you look at where we've landed here, and Jamie Pollard tweeted out that it, you know, it could end up being close to, by the time you throw in the college football playoff, 
you know, close to $50 million per institution per year. I mean, first of all, hats off to Brett Yormark for his great work. But secondly, it feels really good to me anyway to know that, you know, that this football program and this athletics department is going to be on solid footing going forward. And that wasn't a given a year ago. No, it's it's tremendous. And, you know, I think Jamie also had a tweet that was, and thanks to Bob for being proactive after Oklahoma and Texas announced they were leaving to get the, the additions, you know, the strong additions to the league to help keep this league very viable. Uh, but, I mean, the league seems together. I guess the security of knowing, hey, we're going to have a seat at the table. We're, we're going to increase our revenue. I think it's, it's tremendous for, for Iowa State and for the Big 12, and I'm really excited. And, hey, Texas and Oklahoma, don't let the door hit you on the way out. I agree. And I think the other person that should get some ownership here is, is Jamie. You know, I really think oh, Jamie yeah. Pollard stepped forward in a tough time. I think he led our program through the COVID to probably the toughest time there ever was to be an athletic director and how he was able to lead and pull everyone together, including the Big 12. I think he's a big voice inside that room. I know he's a big influence inside that room. And so I think he, he we couldn't be better off with a leader right now than Jamie Pollard to get us through this tough time. And then the hire they made of Brett Yormark is unbelievable. And what he was able to already get done with that TV contract. And like you said, Eric, it gives you a seat at the table, but we don't even know where this is going to take us next. Who's next to come in? You know, there's rumors right now of Gonzaga for the basketball. And I think everything as we've always known it traditionally in sports is, is a little bit over anyway. And Yormark didn't even know about those traditions. He's out there trying to find the best way to make the Big 12 the best it can be, whether that's in the basketball season, the football season, or wrestling, or whatever. Wherever he feels like there's an opportunity for revenue to keep this thing healthy, I think that's that's why we're lucky to have him here. He's looking at it through a different lens, not through the traditional lens of an athletic director or a past Big 12 commissioner where you're used to, okay, they got to have a basketball team, a basketball team, a football team, a wrestling team, and that's the only ones that fit. He's looking at it through the lens as how do I create revenue in the fall how do I create revenue in the winter and how do I do that, you know, throughout the summer? And I think that's where your mark has done a really good job finding ways to drive that revenue and keep this conference alive. And obviously very healthy with that new contract. All right, guys. Well, it's a special week. It's homecoming. It's a nice beginning of the celebration of, uh, of Jack Trice. They're going to have some, uh, some really cool things going on with that. It's a big game. It's a big game. You said, Eric, it could flip the season. I still think that's very possible. You look at what happened at Oklahoma State a week ago. There's nothing that's assumed, especially this year in this conference. And so you got four opportunities left in November. Let's go make it a special November. This is must win for us, John. You know, when you look at the game, you know, you never want to put that in the season, but we are there. You know, this is a must win on Saturday uh, because it, there, there obviously is a lot of good games in front of us. With Oklahoma State, TCU, and Texas Tech, they're all good opponents, but – this one at home right here is a must win for this season. And, and again, I think we're having a good, we'll have a good opportunity to win the game, uh, but we're going to have to play very good as well because this is not a very bad football team walking in here. You know, they've hung with everybody. Uh, they have a similar season going like we do where they're in the games and, and should have been one of a few other games that they haven't. And so it's going to be a challenge, but it, for us, this is a must win season, uh, part of the season where we got to get a W right now and get back on the right side of this thing. All right, guys, Perfect. thanks so much. And uh, we'll see you on Saturday. Today's sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.